2022 ACB Virtual DC Leadership Meetings will be held Saturday, March 12th through Tuesday, March 15th. Registration is $20 for ACB members and $30 for non-members. ACB members were sent a discount code via email. If you are an ACB member and did not receive the discount code, please call the Minneapolis office at 612-332-3242. Registration closes March 9. Visit acb.org for more information or register at https slash slash tinyurl.com slash 2022-DC-Leadership-Meetings. Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome, everyone. We are the Derrick K. McDaniel Fund Fund Committee, and um, I have some of my committee members here with me. So I would like to begin by letting you know that I am Kenneth Simeon Sr., and I'm chair of the Derrick K. McDaniel Fund Committee. And I'd like to introduce my committee to you. We have Anthony Akamini from Honolulu, Honolulu, Hawaii. And Anthony is a former J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellows Award recipient from 2017. We have Ted Boardman of Bloomington, Indiana. And he is a former DKM first-timer from the year of 2019. We have Donna Browning with us today, and she is from Alexandria, Virginia, and she is a former J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellow, Fellows Award recipient. Another committee member is Betsy Grinovich from Logansville, Georgia. We have Zelda Gebhardt from North Dakota, actually North Dakota that is. We have Amanda Selm from Louisville, Kentucky, and she is a former J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellow, Fellows Award recipient, that is. We have Melanie Altsanohui, and uh, she's from Phoenix, Arizona. She is a DKM first-timer from the year of 20, excuse me, 2005. We have Frank Ventura from Austin, Massachusetts, and he is a DCAM first-timer from the year of 2013. Last but not least, we have Sheila Young from Orlando, Florida, and she is a J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellow from our first year, 2016, when that award began. And we have our streamer with us today, uh, Deb Cook-Lewis, and she is a J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellow from the year of 2016. So let's kind of get started. And I'd like to tell you about something that we we just started recently. We launched our Derrick K. McDaniel, and we used the acronyms DKM Leadership Select Honor Society on January 31st. And this society will connect all of our former recipients with the newer uh, recipients, and we'll hopefully get everybody together at one point in time to, to really greet each other. And also, we will look forward to our upcoming convention 
in Omaha, Nebraska, where we will have our DCAM First Timers Reception on Wednesday, July 6th, and we will have an induction ceremony for the Honor Society members and all who can be in attendance. We would like to encourage them to do so. Uh, and if we're on hybrid, we, you'll still get a chance to uh, participate because that's what we've chosen to do with our DCAM First Timers Reception, have it as a hybrid event. So uh, we have several classes that I wanted to make you aware of from 2020, 2021, and the new newly selected recipients for 2022 will all join together as three classes of J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellows and DCAM First Timers. Uh, really gonna have a good time with about 21 people coming together. And that is provided that COVID really uh, doesn't change anything for us. Um, just hoping that everything will be good for us to all be together. Now we have two leadership development awards and I'd like to ask Ted Boardman of our committee to give an overview of our, the history of our awards. Sure, I'm happy to, Kenneth. The, the uh, DKM First Timers Award in honor of Derwood K. McDaniel began in 1996 and has 26 classes with 58 recipients so far. The ACB J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellows Award began in 2016 and so far has seven classes with 33 recipients. Thank you, Ted. So now we uh, want to have a, a few uh, testimonials from those who have been recipients before. And this is one thing I believe that will help you to consider uh, whether you should be one of this newer class uh, that's gonna be selected this year, one person of that class. Uh, so of DCAM first timers or JP Morgan Chase Leadership Fellows. So let's start with a DCAM first timer. Uh, Ted, would you share a little bit about your experience as a recipient? Sure, I'm happy to. Um, well, I was selected in 2019 after I applied and I found the application process really interesting because I got to meet some people who had been involved with ACP at a national level for a while. And um, I, I learned as much from them, I think, as they learned from me. But after I was uh, given the honor of participating and going to the convention, I was really kind of bowled over by the organization, the efficiency, and just how much there was going on at the convention. and. Um, I, I participated and was there uh, when they had a board meeting, which I found very informative to hear what ACB had been doing directly from the board. And then I just got to meet a lot of people, including a lot of people from different affiliates. And I took home um, ideas back to my state and my chapter. And I've been a chapter president uh, since then, and also working in my community to um, make people more aware of, of resources and, and what people who are blind in this community uh, can do. Thanks, Ted. Hey, Donna, would you like to share about your experience as a J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellow? Sure. Um, so um, for me, um, I, I found the process uh, quite interesting. Um, I, um, I was a little nervous when I w went to do the interview process. Um, I wrote my letter and, um, you know, 
celebrate myself. And that's when they want you to brag on yourself. You've got to tell all the great things that you can do in your community and with ACB. That's the one time that it's okay to brag, brag, brag about yourself. Um, and once I went through the letter and everything, and then I got the interview, went through the interviews, and they made me feel quite comfortable. Um, the I was not sure what I was going to experience. And uh, they made me feel really comfortable. And um, I really enjoyed speaking with them. And once I got chosen, I went to the convention, went to some leadership training classes and got to uh, help on the, um, um, there's a help desk at the convention that if you need anything, you can go to that desk and they'll help you. I got to help with that. That gave me the opportunity to see how some things are done in the background. It's really fun to go to the general sessions. Everybody gathers to, you know, listen to the different presentations. And it's really cool to, you know, just be around all your friends and uh, to go through all the voting together and just have a great time. Of course, there's always the tours. And it's really a great experience because you realize you know, when you're in the classes with the people who got the award with you, you get to know each other. And um, it's, it's, it's really cool to get to know them and to see what they have done and um, to see what, you know, you were up against when you were going against them. Um, and, and you found, you know, I found out that some really incredible people uh, were in this class with me. And I'm friends with some of them now and you will do the same. And I hope that some of you will apply. It's an incredible experience. Thank you, Donna. Okay, I, I, I'd like to just share a little bit about my experience. I'm a DCAM first timer from 2010. And, uh, you know, my affiliate president back then really encouraged me to apply. I knew nothing about the award. I had never attended a convention and uh, thought about traveling to a convention. And um, initially, I thought about, you know, being able to afford it and everything. But uh, having to write a letter to describe all the things I had done in order to be considered for the award, it seemed like I was kind of, uh, I might be, come across as arrogant because I was pretty much uh, writing all these great things like uh, uh, that I had done and like, uh, so I just didn't want anybody to take me wrong. So I spoke to my affiliate president about it. And she said, that's what you have to do. You have to tell everything that you've done, everything you've initiated, things that you are part of that made a difference in your community, within your local chapter, state affiliate or whatever. So I said, okay, well, I just went ahead uh, and moved forward with that. And uh, I was actually chosen. So that was a good thing. Uh, and the, the experience was grand for me. Uh, Reno, Nevada, no, excuse me, Phoenix, Arizona in 2010. And uh, first time at a huge hotel like that and trying to find my way around and everything. But also just knowing about what, what all was available to me and knowing how to choose from the program and all that. Uh, we didn't have back then what we have today. We get all our information well in advance where you can really get some help to even help you to plan uh, as a first timer. But there's always something more to learn, even the second year you might go. But that first year, uh, I thought, wow, these are a lot of days for um, a group to get together. What are we going to do all these days and why so long? But once I got involved with everything, 
there was two there were two days left and i started thinking wow do i have to leave i wanted to stay longer it began to be so much fun and i began to find my way around the hotel and meet some people that i had never met and it was just a great experience for me so i always encourage everybody to really uh, read the article that we put out every year in in the acb braille form and uh get to get to know us and talk to us and ask questions about what we do and why we have these awards in place as leadership development awards so that's one of the key factors that i always like everybody to know uh we our awards are not just in place just to pay somebody's way to convention it's much more than that it really is part of a, a commitment from directly from you to connect with what we do and make it something winning uh, as a winning uh situation for acb over the uh, long haul so yeah i'm glad that i've had that a chance that chance and i want to encourage everybody to really consider applying this year and so the next thing we do is um do we have anybody else here from uh, that might uh be wanting to share their experience if they are on the on the call and want to share anything about their their experience anthony just joined us Okay. Anthony, you have to hit the got it button if you would like to speak. Okay. Well, Anthony, we'll be here if you get a chance to unmute and you let us know you or you can raise your hand or let us know you want to participate and then we'll come back to you. So uh, as I stated earlier, we have two awards and we have, have our DCAM First Timers Award and the uh, ACB JP Morgan Chase Leadership Fellows Award. Pretty much the criteria is the same for applying. And so I'll go through those and then just tell you there are a few, there are a few differences. Um, so one thing, we, you have to be at, at least age 18 or older, blind or visually impaired, an ACB member in good standing, that means that your, your dues must be current uh, as of this year. And for, as a DCAM first timer, you must have never attended an in-person ACB conference and convention previously. That doesn't apply to the JP Morgan Chase Leadership Fellow. And we, we have to ask you to agree to attend the convention from July 1st through July 8th this year. And there'll be some meetings uh, that take place the week before and the week after that we can talk about uh, be, beyond this call. But right now we want to focus on the July 1st through 8th. So think about whether you'll be able to get your vacation uh, time or just join in on the things that will be happening. Because if we do have the hybrid convention as we hope for, uh, then you'll still be able to participate even if you're not able to be there in person. We also have prescribed leadership developments, seminars, sessions, uh, different things we know that will help you to, to grow, learn and grow uh, within the organization and uh, hopefully, hopefully prepare you to be able to serve uh, even in a capacity you're not, capacity you're not serving in yet. And so uh, we'll all we'll be right around to help you along the way. And um, so we want to also let you know that there is uh, another criteria is to submit a letter of application. That means you take time to write a letter. Um, it's not a physical application. Every, every once in a while we get someone asking us, where's the application? But it is a letter with your own writing 
uh, putting your contact, full contact information at the top of it, and you begin to introduce yourself to the committee, tell us where you reside, uh, what you, some things you've done, if you're married, you have kids, a family, or whatever it may be, whatever you want to share personally about you, and then you go into telling us about what you've done uh, to make a difference in your local community, within your local chapter, or maybe your state affiliate, or even you may be serving on an ACB committee by chance, some chance. And you also may already be, uh, some, we've had some of a state and special interest affiliate presidents to apply for our award and received it. So um, they are not excluded. So other than that, we wanna make sure that everybody knows that there's a need for a letter of recommendation to be submitted by your state or special interest affiliate president. Uh, and we want to make sure everybody knows that doesn't apply to a chapter president. It just must be a state or special interest affiliate president. And also, uh, like if you are a current affiliate president, and so you won't be able to write your own letter, you can ask your immediate past president to write a letter on your behalf. If that person is not available, we'll encourage you to go to your vice president, whether it be a first vice president, uh, or some, some affiliates only have the vice, they may not have a first and second, but that's all an alternative for you. And as, a, and as, as an, an affiliate president, we do have an uh, affiliate president reference guide that has some details uh, that I would hope that you would request if you haven't done so yet. Uh, we've I've spoken to the presidents uh, not long ago to share information, but everyone wasn't, wasn't there. So if you have uh, need of that, we can make sure we get it to you. Now, there's a deadline to submit those applications, those letters of application and letters of recommendation. And we first ask you to write those as uh, the letters of recommendation it must be uh, something in writing from an affiliate president that describes uh, some things that they, they witnessed uh, a person, an applicant uh, doing. And also maybe if they don't know the person um, in particular, particular, they can actually go to a chapter president or find out from another member about some things that uh, they can confirm that that person is doing uh, within their chapter or have done even in their community. So um, those letters of application and recommendation should be sent to info at acv.org. That's info at acv.org. That is a new thing now uh, because in the January Braille form, you'll notice the DCAM First Timers Award announcement actually had a different email address there. So we want to bring you up to date and make sure you use info at acb.org when you're submitting um, those letters. The deadline is April 5th. And uh, right after that deadline, uh, as chair, I will begin to schedule uh, 30-minute interviews with uh, our applicants and a team of uh, interviewers from our DKM committee. And uh, everybody will be notified at the same time when I send an email to the applicant about their uh, scheduled interview, uh, the people who will be interviewing you will receive a copy of it as well. So you all can begin communication if, if necessary, if you have any questions. So the, 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 I'll also send some notes out once we get all the applicants, uh, tell, some, tell you some things that you really can benefit from prior to your interview. We will also uh, let you know that you can apply for both awards if you wish. 
uh, depends on whether you meet the criteria for those, the, both of those. So you would definitely want to read the articles and uh, in, in, in detail and also try to go back and review those. So sometimes you might miss something. But uh, we will uh, expect all those letters in by April 5th. And then we will have a decision making meeting on April 27th. And sh shortly thereafter, everybody will be notified of whether they were selected as a DCAM first timer. We have we recognize one person from the from the west and one from the east of the Mississippi River as a DCAM first timer. And for the JP Morgan Chase Leadership Fellows, we'll find um, out of all that who apply, we will actually identify five recipients. And that's actually done by our ACB president, Dan Spoon, and uh, executive director, Eric Bridges. So uh, you'll be able to hear more about that as we move forward. Do we have anybody uh, having any questions so far? Okay. One thing we also do for uh, those who have been selected, we have a planning for success informational meeting, and that's it's scheduled now for May the 9th. That's a Monday evening, and it'll begin at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern. So that's something we'll always let those recipients know uh, well before that date. So in the January Braille form, uh, ACB Braille form, you will read the article uh, for the DCAM first timers and the title of it is reach higher pursue and succeed in the february e-form you'll find the acb jp morgan chase leadership fellows award announcement and the title of it is get on the fast track to advanced leadership so we encourage you to read all the information and uh, apply you can also find more information at acb.org forward slash DKM. That's acb.org forward slash DKM. Uh, there are links to the award announcements there. And even on our acb.org website, uh, you can also find the links there as well. From all the announcements that are put out, my contact information as chair will always be there for you to reach out and ask any question you might have. And I will also check in with you myself once I receive all of your contact information. I normally have a brief conversation with everyone prior to an interview. That's just to allow us to get to know one another a little bit and let you know some things that will be coming your way. So one more tip about writing your letter. I always tell people, as I stated earlier, it's good to really brag about yourself. Uh, I encourage everyone to take time before you even begin writing your letter to assist you in not forgetting anything that really should be included because that happens most of the time when somebody wants something added after the fact. So it's good to start a document. I, I have one called a profile, Kenneth's profile, and I put all the different things that I'm busy doing uh, because if I'm ever asked to speak during a meeting of some sort, I can uh, sometimes I write a, a bio, brief bio, just about those things that uh, may pertain to that particular meeting. So it's always good to jot down all types of things that you're doing that you might be able to share when it uh, comes up and you'll have those notes there and you won't forget some good 
get information that you definitely would want to include. Uh, so this will help you with preparing your letter. Once again, I always like to say just it's good to understand the purpose of our awards. These are leadership development awards. Uh, they're just not in place just to have someone to be able to come to convention and just have fun. But there are some rewards in becoming a member uh, of one of our classes. So once you are selected, those who are selected as recipients, you know, you have your way paid uh, to the national convention. Your lodging will be paid. Transportation will be paid. Um, you get uh, stipends for different events where you would normally, there's normally a fee. You won't have to pay that fee. Those are things like receptions and banquets uh, are the banquet. We have an ACB banquet during the convention each year. And uh, so any of those types of things uh, that's normally uh, associated with the fee, you won't have to pay. In addition to that, you will also receive a stipend, which would be for incidentals, things that may arise uh, suddenly. And that's pretty much like a financial assistance for you during the convention. Everyone also will have uh, access to guidelines and expectations of the award that you applied for. That will come your way. We ask you to read that. Uh, always encourage everybody to read that prior to uh, an interview that takes place so you can be aware of some things that are being required of you. And then you also can ask questions even on the interview. A 30 minute interview has questions that, you know, just really relate to what you are going to be expected to do things that you've done already. You may be able to answer some of those questions um, easier once you go through uh, reading some of the things that you'll receive in advance. And during the convention, you will have an assigned mentor to help you along the way. Uh, and as chair, I will always be around if you need to call somebody and ask a question or say maybe you forgot something that you knew you might have been uh, committed to do, but you forgot about it and you want to just reach out to confirm, you will receive a schedule of events of those things. But sometimes, it, you know, you may leave in, in your room or uh, on the way to a meeting and you're wondering, oh, I, I didn't remember what room that meeting was in or whatever. So that's some of the things that you'll be able to get some help with um, when when that time arises. We also want to express the necessary is how necessary it is for us to uh, communicate during the convention. So I'll be asking for sure for you to share your mobile number and you'll, you'll receive our mobile numbers, those of, of us who you'll be in contact with during the convention. So we can reach out to you and you can reach out to us uh, at any given time. And the last thing I'll say, it's very important for you to commit to those things we ask you to commit to and, and keep your commitment. Uh, there's been times when, when the time came, uh, I received calls and people requested to be excused from something. So uh, I just had to remind them of their commitment. I can't make anybody do what they choose not to do, but we have to remind you that you did make a commitment. Okay, committee members, do you have anything else that you uh, feel I may have left off and you want to bring in? Okay. Uh, Kenneth? Yes, this is Ted. Ted. Um, I, I think I just want to add that the convention 
is so expansive in the topic and breadth. Uh, I mean, it's seven packed days of of things um, that touch all aspects of our life. And you really get out of it what you put into it, I found. I like to learn. So I was in, you know, seventh heaven with all these uh, informative sessions about technology, which is my background, um, but also uh, community building and and um, things that ACB does that I wasn't even aware of. And, and I think when you add on top of that, all the social aspects of it, all the people you get to meet and faces you get to put with names that you would normally, you know, just see people... People's names and emails are on the website. It's not really the same as, as when you meet them and you talk to them and you learn about their background. I just found, I don't know, I've had very few opportunities like this in my lifetime where I was given such uh, assistance uh, to really learn and expand. Uh, so I just really appreciated it. Thanks, Tim. Anybody else have anything you want to share? Kenneth, this is Anthony. Hello, Anthony. Hello. Um, one of the things that I wanted to say was, uh, along with what Ted was saying, was you get what you put into it. Um, but at the same time, you want to have the hunger. And if you come early, you know, make sure that you um, look at all your schedules and you know just make the time make the most you know if you're able to come to convention a little earlier you know to get yourself acclimated then do that if you're able to stay you know to the end and you know just um, um have some time to there'll, there'll always be something that you can do that you can expand and one of the things that i really learned is that you know, after this, um, there's always opportunities to connect with other um, past recipients, always opportunities to network, always opportunities to further develop your leadership skills. So it's really a great opportunity. Thank you, Anthony. Kenneth? Yes. Uh, the one thing I wanted to say is that don't think you're going to go through this uh, uh, by yourself. There are going to be plenty of people there to help you. Um, we usually have mentors to help you uh, during your time. Uh, but other people help also. Just if you need to know anything while you're there, just ask anybody. And they're willing to help you out. There is always somebody to show you where to go, to answer your question. So you, it's it's not like you're going to be alone in it. And um it, it could, it, it is a lot to take in, uh, but um, once you get past the learning curve, um, it, it's, it's an incredible experience. And that's one I don't think you'll regret. Thanks, Donna. Most definitely, I don't think you'll regret it. If you come uh, ready to learn and grow, uh, you're going to get some opportunities that you will always remember. And that's one of my goals to. Uh, is to help you to experience a, a rewarding and memorable experience uh, where you'll be able to tell other people about it. So 
Uh, thank you all for joining in today. And uh, that's all we have for today. And we'll look forward to receiving those applications being sent to info at acb.org. <laughs>